Well, Mandy, we heard about the story quite a few weeks ago and, um, you know, we like to get behind our own people here in Bendigo and Central Victoria. Yeah, most definitely, Cogs. And as you just alluded to, we heard about this um, unfortunate circumstance a couple of weeks ago, mm. but we wanted to give the family time mm. um, and also, yeah, just for them to get their head around it and uh, young Harriet herself. But we are very passionate, we're very emphatic and we're very caring for the community. And we thought, let's touch base and see what we can do here, uh, being on the case, how we we can support. Exactly. It's time to talk to Tim Cordwell, who joins us. Hello, Timmy. Good morning, Cogo. Good morning, Mandy. Good Hi. morning, Tim. Tim, I know a lot of people um, are right behind you and Ree and um, your beautiful daughter, Harriet, and also Darcy too. But for people that don't know, mate, and I'm sure you've told the story many times, could you uh, explain what, what happened to Harriet, mate? Uh, well, Harriet had... Um, uh, she was preparing for basketball training one night and just doing some stretches at home, as you do. And um, she just started to do her lower back stretches, as probably many of us have done, mm. you know, plenty of times before. And then, uh, yeah, she felt a a bit of a pop in her lower back and um, yelled out to Rhiannon and I, or oh, something's wrong, I can't feel me legs. And... Um, we thought she was just sort of uh, playing a bit of a joke. We mm. didn't quite understand the seriousness of it at that stage. But, um, yeah, one thing led to another. And then we had to go up to the uh, hospital because she couldn't stand up and she was in all sorts of pain. We had no idea what was going on at that stage. And, um, yeah, sure enough, uh, went to the Bendigo Hospital and then they sent us uh, straight down here to the Royal Children's. And, um, yeah, after a week of testing because they weren't sure what it was initially they confirmed unfortunately that it was a spinal cord stroke wow wow we a spinal cord stroke can't say i've ever heard of that before no and a lot of the doctors hadn't uh dealt with anyone uh that had had it down here so they were trying to inform us of what it was um and just sort of how rare it actually is extremely rare. Some of them hadn't uh, dealt with anybody that had had this happen to them before. So, um, yes, extremely rare and, uh, yeah, quite quite disturbing. Yeah, and, and as a parent, how you get your head around that, like, just, wow, your life changed instantly, didn't it, in a different manner in many ways. But... Uh, Spinal cord stroke, so does that mean like all the nerve endings and that were, were um, yeah, no longer functioning or, or can you define it a little bit more, please, Tim? Yeah, well, what I what I know about it, starting to know a little bit now, I mean, each um, uh, spinal cord stroke can be different, the outcome can be different and all that sort of stuff, so it's to do with uh, jamming of a nerve ending, um, getting blocked or something, just like a you know, a stroke in the brain, in the but brain. this is, yeah, this is just one in the spinal cord. So mm -hmm. she was, yeah, pretty much paralysed from the waist down. Um, and then they had told her that, um, you know, she's just sort of thinking, well, you know, will I be miss a week of basketball? Will I be right the next mm -hmm. type of thing? And then, 
yeah, they've come in and showed us uh, they finally found exactly what it was, the x-rays and so forth, and showed us the spot where it was. And they said, um, yeah, she is going to have to get used to her life in a wheelchair because it looks as though she probably won't be ever walking again, which for a uh, a 13-year-old girl... Well, anyone, it's uh, mm. it's pretty hard to hear. And when she's just looking up at you, going, you know, Dad, can you do something? Oh, Surely no. not. And um, yeah, you're just sort of uh, lost for words. Your uh, your world's turned upside down, pretty much as you could imagine. I don't think anyone um, expects to to you know uh, to have this happen. Obviously, when it does, Tim, it's it's a horrible feeling as a parent, as you just said, that you can't do much about it. Yet yeah, we get it. We explain, you know, we explained to you by some of the greatest doctors ever at the Royal Children's Hospital, by the way. But mate, it's it, how was it when you got that feeling when your daughter was looking at you, and obviously, Re, your, your wife as well. Probably. Yeah, I'd say I, I couldn't really put it into words, mm. uh, just just how devastating it was. Um, you know, when you're looking at your little girl and, um, you know, obviously she's just beyond distressed, like just so much confusion and like, surely, has this really just happened? And I guess Rhianne and I said to each, you know, we, we said to each other in coming days, if if she'd been in, in a form of accident um, or if she'd fallen off a bike or... or, or or physically done something like that, I guess we could get our heads around it a bit better. But to um, to be stretching to be stretching her, her lower back before going off to basketball, um, it's like how you know how does this happen? Just trying to process it, type of thing. Yeah, it's um, pretty hard to get your head around when we initially heard that. That's for sure. Yeah, it's one of those things that you're right. If there's a reason for it to happening, you go, okay, well, that's what. Yeah, we've got to live with it now. But when it's, uh, as you said, just a bit of a stretch and away you go. Tim, um, we forget sometimes um, people behind the scenes and we talk about your beautiful wife, Ree, and also your other daughter, Darcy, who, you know, along with all this, is part of your family. And it's it's hard for them to fathom as well. Yeah, it sure is. It's uh, was a lot to get our heads around initially, um, and then I think after the first week or two, where we, you know, we we're trying to come to terms with what had just happened, there was a you know a lot of tears and all that sort of stuff. And then um, I guess we got to the point that the physio department said, "Hey, hang on, we're not going to sort of." Uh, give up that easy we think that if we work really hard we might be able to get some results here and uh, that was Harriet's attitude as well she she wasn't uh, content with being told she wasn't going to walk again so um and she was the same she said no let's just work really hard and let's see what we can do and um so yeah we're pretty lucky through the physio department and so forth they are really pushing her at the moment and things are starting to get a, a little bit better, which is... A wow. uh, little bit of some, insight. That's great. Yeah, isn't we're it? starting to get some positives and that uh, muscle movement and that uh, coming back, which is, um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting just with each week. Mm. Small small progressions. Yeah. Um, she's not, not quite standing up yet, um, but we're hoping that by the time we leave here in you know, whether it's a month or so, she may be able to at least stand up on one leg because strength is starting to come back, which is, uh, you know, which, yeah, it's it's 
it's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> and and with this situation too, Tim, um, there's no time frame, is there? So each day is just another day. Let's just keep moving forward with positive mindset. So you're all living down in Melbourne at the moment, or, or how's life um, working for you to keep it all balanced at the moment? Uh, we're sort of backwards and forwards. Um, uh, Rianne's here most. Oh, we're both here most of the time because we're trying to really, um, for the two of us, we're trying to learn um, as we go the exercise programs, the strength conditioning, all this sort of stuff that we can continue to uh, teach her ourselves when we yeah. do get back home as well as the physio she'll be doing when she gets back home. Um, we, we really want to be... Uh, keep things going for her. But, um, yeah, at this stage, uh, Rianne comes back. She'll be a day or two back with Darcy while she does her school and so forth. Um, and then, yeah, I'm trying to get back on the weekends to... Um, that's my time away, is to come back and work on Saturdays at the footy, um, yeah, you know, with our business vis- uh, uh, coffee storm um, we do Eagle Hawk and Golden Square and Strathstorm do all their home footy games um, in the coffee van. So that's good my, coffee too, Timmy. By the way, yes. oh, it's great coffee. Yeah, that, mm. that's like my my therapy. My time be. away is to get back and see the people from those uh, footy clubs who, well, they've been fantastic for us. I've got to say. That, they that's are three beautiful. amazing footy clubs. I've got to say, yeah, they've been yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I'm involved with the um, Eagle Hawk. Uh, club, Tim, but yeah, in yep. saying that though, yeah, connected with Strathfield saying that too. And yeah, there's not a better outlet to be around when you need that community connectivity and people just to be there. Like a lot of the times you don't have to say anything. It's just knowing that, mm. that people are there and um, getting that balance of looking after yourself is is pivotal as well, because if, if you and Ray aren't right and, you know, it's very hard. You've got two beautiful girls that need you, plus you've got a business. So, you know, here at Triple M, like, we, we're here to support in any way we can. Uh, you had a GoFundMe page going on, did you, Tim? Yeah, we mm. did it, and that just uh, blew our mind. Um, mm. Initially, yeah, we didn't want to go down that path, but... Um, our friends, yes. uh, Callie and Steve from V-Stone, they said, oh, I think you need to look at it. This is not something that's going to sort itself out quickly. It's going to be a long road. They you know, pretty much spelt it out to us, mm. which sometimes you need a bit of influence when you're not thinking too well. Um, and, yeah, I said, oh, well, yeah, put something together. I don't know how it'll go, but it, it'll probably help us, you know, uh, give us the chance, I guess, to maybe spend more time with Harriet and everything, and you know, we don't have to stress so much about working all the time. And uh, yeah, the um, what we got from the you know the Bendigo community um, businesses and so forth, the uh, GoFundMe page, um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, the you know the generosity of people, um, it is absolutely incredible. How does that make you feel, Tim? And, and certainly, Re, when you you know you think, oh well. You know, I do what I do in the community. You make great coffee. You, as you said, went to the footy clubs, and you don't just go to footy clubs. I mean, you and I have seen I each other at many events. Mm. So, um, mate, how does it make you feel when you know that the community's there, but you're not sure how they're going to help in some way when the chips are down? Yeah, well, that's that's been a big one for us, um, trying to stay positive through this. And you know, Harriet, um, she feeds off our positivity, mm. and to have. So many messages of support, um, you know, even 
people that we know, people that we don't know that had been doing cooking for us and so forth. Um, as I say, the football clubs, the um, where the kids go to school at Victory Christian College. Um, you know, there's just so many people that have, uh, you know, touched base with us and messages of support um, and the donations into the GoFundMe page. Um, that wasn't quite what I was expecting, but it's um, all that sort of stuff. It, it just uh, it just makes you feel like you can feel very alone, I guess, like you're mm. going through this by yourself. Right. And, you know, when you step away from the from the hospital room and have a bit of a look at your phone and the messages and, and, and the love that's out there. Um, it's just a reminder of, you know, I guess Bendigo, what a fantastic place Bendigo is. You know, I, I just love the place mm. and the people as well. And for me, I guess sometimes you can look at the negatives in life. It's very easy to do that. And, um, but it's times like this, that you know, some positivity comes through when you just realize, wow, this, um, People are wonderful, and, yeah. and the people in this town—they're just—they're fantastic, well, really I can, good. I can tell you now that uh, I got a text off Kelly, but there was many others, mate, that wanted to set up a GoFundMe. So you had a lot of people out there, so it would have happened anyway, even if you had yeah. to say no, mate. But <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Look, the pressures and the yeah. financial pressures yeah. and life's still oh, got huge. to, got to huge. go on, doesn't yeah. it? Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's not true. Right. It's not yeah, cheap to get sick, yep. is it? Let's face it. It's... Uh, yeah, we're starting to learn that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim, um, if I can ask, mate, at any stage, and, and, and you're in your right mind, right frame of mind, obviously, to, to walk away and say this, have you ever said to yourself, why me, why us? Um, I've, I've had maybe a, a few little moments of that. Um, but then I guess being down here at the, the, the Royal Children's Hospital, sometimes I, I, you've got to stop and take a look around you and mm. think, uh, wow, um, oh, yeah. it just wouldn't be right to take that approach, the why me approach when, um, yep. you know, uh, without going into too much detail, you know, as you know yourself, Cogo, down here you see some, yeah, some sites that are um it's it's just not fair it's uh some some terrible sites and this this joint is amazing you know you hear people talk about it and how great the nurses are and oh they're incredible everyone people. involved in all that sort of stuff mm. and you know i guess in the past it's sort of in one ear and out the other but it's not until you experience something like this that um i guess it opens your eyes and maybe looks at things you makes you look at things a little bit differently just the some some of the the yeah some of the people down here the kids and what they're going through and and their parents it's um yeah it's 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 quite sad it's quite sad Tim um you notice the kids down there and that's what I found out with Charlie is that they're resilient in other words they they don't think there's anything wrong with them they just get on with it whereas parents and of course as we get older we tend to worry a lot more but the kids just and obviously Harriet's in the same situation where you have the initial shock sure you do. But after that, she's like, well, hang on, how do I fix this? Where as we get older, we don't think that way. And the kids have just got this re wonderful resilience. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you should say that because you do see some kids that are in a, you know, seem to be in a terrible state. Mm. Oh, they they obviously very sick, but they'll be still racing around in, you know, whether it be wheelchairs, crutches or whatever their <laughs> condition, and they'll still be playing around oh, like yeah. kids. Um, and, and, you know, you can see the parents sort of sitting back with all the, worries in the world but that's one thing I guess um, and that's what they've told us how resilient kids can be even the ones that are going through the worst of times down here they're still 
you know, they're still clowning around. They're still spending time down in the mm. Starlight Room playing video games and making oh, they love things that and having a room. laugh. Oh, absolutely. And it's just it's just so nice to see, you know, see the kids smiling despite what they're going through. Yeah, um, we're, we're very fortunate to have such an amazing hospital here in Victoria, aren't we? Because it's a credit to them giving that space. Because when we walk through those doors, we know we're not going in there for good no, stories. It. But to walk yeah. through and give that space to have that empowering and, um, yeah, get the best out and resilience for the kids. So, you know, you know yourself, if you're not well, if you're not in a good environment yeah. around you, um, it can be worse. Um yeah. Tim, you sound like a very humble man, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you and the family are, but is there anything in particular, how can we as a community, apart from your financial, is there anything yourselves or Harriet would really like or need at the minute to help with that next stage in that transition of rehab? Um, I don't know. I don't quite know what's to come. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, we don't exactly know what the future holds um, we, uh, and her level of, you know, how much of her movement, etc., might come back. So, um, you know, there's going to be bits and pieces here and there that we'll have to sort out along the way. But, um, yeah, as for what else we need at this stage, I'm, I'm not sure what we really need at this stage. It's mm. still... Journey, yet, to, uh, yet to play out, okay. shall we say. Well, please yeah. capture all our, our love and strength and everything going your way. And please do not hesitate because here at Triple M, I know Cogo and I, you know, and you've even mentioned it yourself, what an amazing community we have because I know people will reach out in a heartbeat and help support with that transition for back home to support you as best as possible. And, and just on the back of what Mandy's saying too, uh, we haven't asked about re too much. Mate, um, Mandy and I had this conversation off air, and I hope you don't mind me saying it now, Mandy, and that is that um, the kids, uh, whilst they want you, like I, you and I, Tim, as dad, but they want their mum, you know, mm-hmm. and, and is it, you know, and that puts a bit more pressure on mum too. So how's Bree going? Um, she's a lot better now, now that she's started to see um, some positives with Harriet uh, moving different parts of her leg and so forth, that it's not all... But it's not all doom and gloom. That mm. um, we, we've we've got a chance of uh, at some stage getting through this. Um, what that might look like, we don't quite know. But um, since we've seen some positives, yeah, she's been a lot uh, a lot better. Obviously, it was hard for all of us. But yeah, as you say, for a mum, it was. Uh, I, I really felt for her. it. Was a real struggle uh, that first three or four weeks. She was just she was just shattered. You know, there's. Mm. There's no other, you know, way to say it. She was just destroyed. But um, yeah, she's she's a fighter. She's an incredible woman, and um, the way she's handled it and stayed stayed positive, um, you know, I guess we've all leaned on her, the whole family. So she's you know she's supported us all so well, and and um, she's she's. She's really quite good now, which is which is great. Mm, so that is, um, that yeah, is good news. A, a yeah. better frame of mind and 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 yeah, yeah. So um, heading in the right direction. Yeah, lovely it, to hear. Yeah, and how's Darcy yeah. going? Yeah, she misses us. She's um, yes. a bit up and down. At uh, Oh, but uh, my mum and Rianne's mum are looking after her quite well. And uh, so, yeah, I guess her little world's been turned upside down. Yes. You know, she's only in grade six and mm. trying to find that balance of uh, the education, you yes. know, keeping her at school plus, 
you know, mm, trying to keep her down journey. here with us, mm. trying to uh, mix it all up, um, get the best of both worlds, shall we say. But she she's okay. Yep, yeah. she's pretty good. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what you do find, Tim, uh, and this will sound really weird, and I'm sure you, you will understand too, Mandy, because you've had your bloody troubles with, with your family too, is that when, when you have a crook child, mm. there tends to be a lot more group hugs. Yes, yes, most definitely. <laughs> Doesn't it, Tim? Definitely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Group hugs yeah. make a big mm. when it comes to that. Well, Mandy mentioned yeah. it before, and I'll just reiterate what she said, and that is that there's always a, a direct line, must uh, mate, to us here at Triple M with a local station, and if we don't help out great people like you, Ree, and your family, then we need to kick up the coit. <laughs> Thank you very much, okay. guys. I do appreciate it, and, um, yeah, thanks to those people that have looked out for us and, supported us through this we um we really do appreciate it and you know to our um you know our regulars and our customers at coffee storm um we yeah we thank you for your understanding with us not being uh at every event like we normally are so mm. thanks, oh, wow. thanks guys and thanks <laughs> to everyone people, yeah i think people get it and if they don't they, mm. they yeah they yeah, anyway, mm. we won't go there. Hey, mate, thank you. Let's keep in touch with your with your beautiful family, and 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 again, whatever we can do, we're only a phone call away. No worries. Mm. Thank you for your Sending time. Sending all our love. Take care, all. Thank you.